the general theme is that uh, everything that you want around you and what you want to find mm-hmm. uh, is available in the nature it is always there you need to tap into it and figure it out it's like a frequency we call it right got it uh, we spoke mm-hmm. about a 2g 3g and now the 5g you're talking yeah. about it's about a frequency you need to tap into the frequency mm-hmm. and get the details Defragmenting life as we know it. Sara, a creative technologist, believes there is an artist in all of us. The founder of Gurupriyam Innovation Labs tells stories through new experiential technologies. His mystical views on the impact of teething parenting problems and evolution of mankind are filled with profound insights. So it's not really an accident that a crow flew by when we recorded this episode. Please welcome Sara. there with me a lot of crows around my apartment so uh, crows are crows as long as your voice is more more audible than the crows it's okay <laughs> no 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 i meant to say whenever there's a crow flies across the apartment you don't get signals yo <laughs> oh god <laughs> what the hell is <laughs> is the crow linked to the <laughs> network <laughs> Never, never know. Oh God! Oh, nice. It's a great way to kick off the podcast, man. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Amazing, amazing. All right, buddy. How are you, man? Good, good, man. Busy, busy. Been really busy. I think lockdown has <laughs> kept us really busy. Mm-hmm. I, I think all, all along it's been, uh, you know, mind used to be a lot of work. I think lockdown practically said, "Hey guys, start putting a physical also to work." You know. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, trying to use every part of the body right now to figure out what we need to. Right. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. So uh, during your whole journey, uh, if you had to choose one or two things which you go back on especially when you know during such times of uncertainty when things are not so great and you are getting very introspective are, you know is there anything you ask yourself or you uh, you know you have a go to uh, you know expert or or is it books i'm just trying to understand where do you derive your inspiration from in these kind of uncertain times I think I would say off late uh, in general I would say uh, one thing that holds my uh, mind hard together and stay grounded is saying uh, uh, everybody we have been born as humans and there is nothing that we have really invented so far everything we are exploring mm-hmm. and uh, I have a lot of inspiration from uh, you know and when we really read a lot about guys like Nikola Tesla and other guys like Swami Vivekananda Mm-hmm. Or for the matter, when you try actually to do meditation to figure out, saying, can you can you travel inward and be an outward, mm-hmm. uh, outward traveling to figure out, saying, uh, what is the purpose and how can you recompose yourself, fold it and pose it together. Uh, the general theme is that uh, everything that you want around you and what you want to find mm-hmm. uh, is available in the nature. It is always there. You need to tap into it and figure it out. It's like a frequency we call it, right? Got it. Uh, we spoke mm-hmm. about a 2G, 3G, and now the 5G we're talking about. Yeah. It's about a frequency. You need to tap into the frequency mm-hmm. and get the details about it. A classic example I realized many times is that uh, when I try to talk of a new technology and a new idea, mm-hmm. I initial thought is that it's not like a euphoria moment. You say, "Hey, I, I found something very interesting." Mm-hmm. But then after a couple of years, when I started traveling around different part of the world, I realized that a lot of people use the same idea in a different sense. 
Yeah. Which is I'm not the only guy talking about an idea. Each right. one has a different way of pursuing right. it. Right. So that's, that's it's really the creative uh, application of that technology correct. or that idea, right? Which, which differs depending on who you're talking to. So during the crisis that uh, we are going through in terms of not being able to go out the way we were going out, uh, I think I sat down to figure out saying that I'm fortunate that today I'm able to sit down, breathe in, breathe out, uh, mm-hmm. have the food, have my family around with me, and have have uh, the means to communicate back with people. I think these are blessing in disguise at this point in time. Mm-hmm. Uh, those, those things have really helped us to stay calm because you have your essentials in place. Mm-hmm. I think the panic starts when essentials are not in place. When I say essential, this uh, the primary thing to talk about is your groceries at home. At this point in time, that became very critical factor. Yes. Uh, money became super uh, critical to figure out thing. What is going to happen to you without the money? As yeah. we never imagined, right? So those two factors. Uh, when you realize that yes, uh, we, we can match match this, manage this for uh, say next six months, next one year, or next two years. Uh, there is the same thing. Yes, there is a huge change that is going to come because of COVID. Uh, but again, if you look at my entire career in the last 20 years, I've always changed career path at will. Uh, if, if I've taken a software programming as my career, that's been a part of it. If I've taken digital programming, another part, another, that's by me, my will. Mm-hmm. None of my professional link of previous assignment has been the same. So sure. now again, that, that confidence of that 18, 20 years has given me confidence saying that uh, whatever happens, somewhere along, we have to move along with life. There is no runaway from the situation. Right. And this is... This is no more a dream, right? Initially, it's like a dream thing. Now you know that it does not go up. Yeah. So, so whatever comes along, uh, one thing we made very strong in the mind is that whether it's a new technology or whether it's a new way of living a life, we need to adapt. I think adapting, embracing and moving along is going to be the biggest challenge. And uh, I know for sure that adapting may not be easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you say that when you're crossing, uh, you know, when you, when you come back in 30s and 40s and say, I want to relax a bit, mellow down a bit, maybe that was good for the past. But mm-hmm. now I say that there's not a time to sit down. I think there's the time now uh, you really need to reinvent uh, everything across. Yeah. And, yeah. and no, I'm happy, to, mm. happy for a fact mm. that uh, it's not only reinventing for me. I would say when I, when I used to use this term called artist in you, uh, I used to use a lot of word called everybody is an entrepreneur by choice, right? Mm-hmm. So this situation we will will definitely bring a lot of entrepreneurs uh, out in the market. So sure. uh, when I say entrepreneurs of every sort, entrepreneurs could be as simple as you can take inspiration from everything around you. Right. Uh, and I realized in the last 40 days I've been observing a lot of things that's happening around me at a very micro level. Uh, what is the security guy is doing right now? What is his lifestyle over there? Sure. What What is the local vendor who used to thrive selling food and other part is not able to sell that? Right? What is he doing? Yeah. <laughs> so a classic example is in the morning when I went to take some sabji. The guy came, actually Pushpat guy came to my house and uh, we, we picked up some vegetables and greens. Mm-hmm. And the guy is a Rajasthani. Mm-hmm. And I remember the guy saying uh, he used to sell Pani Puri and Masala Puri. And oh. uh, is a very popular guy, and, and he's have a large crowd near his place. Mm-hmm. And suddenly, you see, he has accepted the fact that there's no point that I say I don't have a livelihood. You will have to tune yourself. Yeah. Objective is you need to earn money. Objective is that you need to have a livelihood. You can't crib about or blame saying, "Arey, aisa ho gaya, main kuch nahi kar paunga." Okay. You will have to. You will have to. You, you will have to overcome that. Interesting. 
Interesting. I think all this is, re is really great because uh, the reason why I really began this whole journey on the podcast, uh, Sarvanand, because mm -hmm. of individuals as yourself who have met along the way uh, in the past um, decade or so where I've seen a lot of spark and creativity and also that ability to explore and, re and really adapt. So, I mean, as you said, you've changed in some way your um, job in like two or three ways. And, and so, uh, I mean, it, I, uh, you know, it's interesting how we all um, accept or resist change, right? right. Because it right. depends. I really believe that at the end of the day, we all have our journeys. But if we decide to... You know, if we decide the way we are going to uh, adopt, it becomes a problem. We we need to be open to the, the you know, a lot of the things that life may throw at us and accordingly change our ways. If we right. decide that, here, you know, here is the journey I'm going to take and just be an ass about it throughout right. our life and just stick to it without really accepting that, hey, we, we could have a different life, we could have a different career, then uh, I think we are only, uh, we aren't evolving. I mean, as you Absolutely. Know, right? Absolutely. Uh, so, which is what I find uh, really interesting in your, um, you know, phase of exploration is that you're so open that, uh, you know, if anything else, you know, else happens tomorrow, you're as open or will be as happy as you right. are right now because at right. the end of the day you are about the new right you right. are into the new and um, obviously being in the tech and innovation space uh, a lot of opportunities there in terms of just um, applying the new and really being able to solve big problems which you don't yeah. get to do otherwise in other uh, lines right. or industries right. so yeah this is the yeah. I will take an analogy from yourself, uh, Avi, what we spoke, right? If you ask me what is the one motor that keeps me alive right now, I think uh, you said it. Uh, we need to be fluid right now. I think you need to be fluid. Mm -hmm. You can't be molded as one shape and saying, I will always remain in this shape. You will have to be fluid to move along any stream, any direction, mm -hmm. as long as you're able to connect the dots and figure out sense in life. Sure. Uh, that is one. Uh, paying importance to what is really uh, required, what are the things around you and how are you using them? It becomes so critical right now. Mm -hmm. uh, even even while sitting at home and when you're trying to either uh, clean the house or you're trying to reorganize things and reshuffle things, uh, one way is that you eliminate a lot of things that is not required at home. I think that's a fantastic time opportunity everybody has right now. Mm -hmm. Discard things that doesn't really make sense. Don't hold on to it. Because yeah. the more you hold on to things with us, it's not going to let you free. Essential so, and minimalistic. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Try to clear. You suddenly find that in a couple of weeks, your house actually uh, has more space. It's more clean. Yeah. Uh, it's more hygiene, right? Sure. Uh, I also relate this to a fact chain. Uh, maybe I, I used to cook, and I I, I kind of help uh, the housewives at home. Yeah. Uh, but but right now it's all the more that it's not about sharing. It's about saying that yes, I, it's my responsibility. I need to do it right now. Mm. Uh, when you when you start cleaning everything around your house, right from the kitchen to your uh, your, your wash basins to your floors to your food and when you're involving every aspect there is a sense of cleanliness that starts building within the house and that becomes a practice for safety yeah now i strongly believe that if, if you're trying to keep your house clean your community is going to be clean your vicinity is going to be clean and your neighborhood is going to be clean 
and hence there is something that can stop hence there is some spread that can really be avoided uh, a small sense uh, within our apartment is that right when uh, garbage has always been an issue in bangalore mm. there's so much of a pile up and so much of uh, smell and unbearable s- smell and uh, disposal becoming a huge issue covid actually has brought the garbage to bare minimum yeah interesting it's got, it's got a bare minimum Yeah. If you really look at, the, I don't know how many people are really observing these things, right? Uh, yeah. Mosquitoes have become very less in Bangalore at this point in time. Okay. Uh, flies have become very, house flies have become very less at this point in time over here. Mm. These are these are really interesting. Yeah. And then later, even if you just start seeing what's going to the garbage earlier, because we have convenience mm. of app. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's there's a logic of saying how you want to use the technology is very important. Yeah. There are so many apps available to Swiggy's to what now while they're doing a fast service. But every time you buy something, the amount of garbage that used to pile in is like huge. People always True. want to do it. But in these 40-50 days, I've seen people are cooking food at home, people are eating food at home, they're relishing it, enjoying it, and somewhere you're you're tuning to the lifestyle. It is changing. Yes. Yeah. So I would say yeah. there's nothing to be fearing about uh, what happens. I think uh, stay healthy at home. Uh, make sure that you don't keep your body stiff at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, make it flexible. One of the ways. Uh, I have I have been involving in terms of you know trying to do the housework and office work together is that it helps me to keep my body a little more flexible. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You, can, and, and you, you can't you can only do creative stuff at times operational stuff also you have to get bored to actually go back into full creativity. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so I think housework plays a very interesting role in also some ways if you see it as a de-stressor. Uh, yeah, especially for cooking and stuff. I think the ancient they not told us. Mazak me ne bola. Grahatashmi is not easy term. Yeah, it is not absolutely. <laughs> no, no, absolutely. So, which is what I wanted to check with you because you also have a kid at home, right? Yeah. How, yeah. how old is he? He's about nine years old. Nine, nine years, years old. old. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, a lot of the things we are, we are doing right now, interestingly, um, our kid is looking at us, right? And a lot of right. uh you know we hear a lot of this in the education system that has been spoken about that the best way for a kid to learn is by um or a kid learns actually by seeing rather than or 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 even doing uh, instead of reading from a book right uh, so let's put it even simpler uh, kids typically are like uh, it's like monkey see monkey do Yeah, exactly. So, are you are you a good monkey? Is what you need to ask. Yeah, so I was going to ask you that. Are you a good monkey? <laughs> And uh, I mean, also I think from an inspiration, is your child in some ways inspiring you to be um, a good human? Um, uh, it, I mean, imp- I mean, improving your ability to be a lot more humane, right? In in terms Absolutely. of handling the situation today, because. uh it's tough it's tough it's tough it's not only that we are going through shit it's also the child because i don't know yeah. how much has opened up in bangalore in terms of playing outside and stuff but no it doesn't a kid of that age he wants to go out right and play right. with friends so yeah. how, how you know how is all these things affecting you and your relationship with the with your child i wanted to understand if there is an exchange of uh inspiration or any learnings that you're seeing between the two of you i think i'm i'm glad that right from uh, the day we started interacting with my son the day i started interacting with him i started interacting 
Mm-hmm. Uh, we've always kept the point of you know uh, trying to make things together, whether it's going to be play together or uh, mm-hmm. uh, involved in the garden, trying to learn about small things, taking about small little insects and learning them. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, in fact, during uh, I, I had I picked up one of those uh, uh, the gadgets right where you can listen to bird sounds. Okay. So earlier I picked that up so that I evening I used to listen to the bird sound because there are some trees around the house and far away we can listen to some real bird sound. Right, right. These these things came to real great use at this point in time. So I I spent a lot of mm. time with them. So early morning, uh, the incentive for him to get up was to listen to the bird sound. Wow. And the incentive is to every day get up in the morning, plug on the headphones, listen mm. to the bird sound, mm. and trying to note down those sounds. And now we have at least about thirty days of archive to see what is the pattern of the bird, how is it screeching, was it is it is it a uh, a screech of a daily morning screech, mm. or is it a threat? and mm. we were able to even note certain areas where couple of few birds i don't know the species though mm. uh, they were they were literally screeching we were sitting at home my son said papa there is something wrong with the bird maybe it's in threat wow went to the balcony and right from the balcony what we see is actually a farmland yeah and we could see there is a snake that was going in and these birds were screaming because it was going close to the tree that was living it's amazing how kids sense all of this yeah. right and yeah. at a young age they have all the senses up like antenna is always listening and hearing things that we adults don't really uh, you know some ways pay too much attention to i think we have a lot to learn from uh, kids right in terms of right. um just empathy building and keeping yourself in i mean anybody should it could be a bird as well right in this case right right it's amazing and it's it's a lot learning from the kid right because as you said uh, the kid's energy level is so huge mm. containing them inside four walls is a very tough oh so, yes yes i have never hear either it's either you break your head and you say yaar mujhe abhi kaam bhi karna hai ye bhi karna hai but after point you realize saying wo sab galti nahi hai that's the age yeah. and if i if i don't really mingle figure out balance that equation now mm. after couple of years is going to be grown adult maybe after 13 years is no more going to be a small kid right yeah so i i need to spend that time i will never get that time back again a classic yes. example is jab bachcha 4 saal ka rehta you will take them god mein utha lo gaya mm. and at times you say saying nahi yaar bahut der pakda nahi ja sakta mm mm-hmm. But then the same thing after three years. If you have to go to the toilet, you cannot take it back. You cannot take it back. That moment is gone forever. So it's yeah. important that the time you spend with him right now, it is his right, and uh, there is no way that as a parent I can say uh, I can take that away from him. I need to spend the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I uh, we try to diligently figure out how we spend time with him. Uh, mm. We we sit together in the evening uh, once a week or twice a week. Mm. Uh, plug in the projector together. Select the movies that you want. Watch, yes. watch a nice movie scene together. Yeah, so important. And interesting is that because we want to watch this as a religious activity every week, yeah. we have told him saying that if movie देखना है तो घर में वातावरण clean रहना है, things have to be clean. Oh, yes. Evening, if you need snacks, then you will have to involve in preparing snacks for us. And luckily, uh, he he picked up saying he he just goes and prepares tea for us. And mm. I was quite surprised. He makes tea mm. for us, and he 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 brings a little bit of snacks. start serving them together and that's nice that's amazing a 9 year old making tea is like a blessing i'll i'll share this i'll share this video in fact i never realized would make a tea for me yeah yeah no it's amazing it's amazing how kids uh, shock us because you know as they are growing up uh, around us we see ourselves in them uh, and right. and in some ways we start uh, remembering our own childhood and every time they 
act or behave differently, good or bad, it really right. gives us a shocker that, oh my God, like as you said, he's making tea. Like, I don't think you ever made tea, right? Did you? At the age of no, nine, no. right? So, no, wait. It, right? So, it wasn't even an expectation. And in our times, it was all, I don't know about you, but in my case, it was just, I was expected to do just one thing, which is open my books and study. <laughs> right? True, 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 true. All the housework was not my problem. And, you know, in some ways, you know, uh, you know, I was, you know, I, I mean, of course, I was allowed to go into the kitchen and all of that. But in terms of expectation, it wasn't ever there. Uh, right. I mean, it's the same thing with my sister as well. But then, yeah. uh, you know, it was an open ground. The only expectation was in those days that you ace your studies, right, in some way or the other. So it's quite right. amazing now, especially in these six weeks, those guys who haven't brought in their kids into this right, whole right. area of so-called life skills and right. now i i have absolutely no idea how they are going through a life under the same roof where you, yeah, right yeah. It's, it's it's and and after the six weeks or the eight weeks i don't know how the next week is going to um you know it's going to work out whether we'll be able to go back to work in terms of traveling and all of that yeah. but um how, do you really believe that a lot of the things we've learned in the past few weeks, it'll stay with us in general as humans or citizens? Or do you think we'll go back quickly to the way, um, you know, we were as individuals, right? And our right, behaviors, right. will that, right. I mean, ha have these six to eight weeks actually, you know, um, in some ways uh, created a change? in behavior or not? I would say, yeah, there's two points to it uh, we to talk about. If you take from my point of view, this is clearly my point of view, uh, mm -hmm. not, not trying to bias anybody on this. Mm -hmm. uh, these last six, seven weeks, whatever has been going through, so, uh, whether we call ourselves being lockdown or whatnot, mm -hmm. I think my lifestyle pretty much has been the same. Uh, because I, I, when I've been running my company, I decide as to when I need to work or when I take a break. Mm -hmm. This kind mm -hmm. of work-life balance, which I try to diligently follow for the last five years mm -hmm. and 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 at this point in time when i saw a lot of people initially uh around my uh, circle right i saw a lot of people when they were contained inside a house mm -hmm. uh i could see the celebration together people are bonding people are singing dancing it's all nice mm -hmm. but again i could see the other end of saying people were cooking like uh, there's never going to be tomorrow like you know uh, there's a lot of great uh, culinary going on um, biryani bana liya, ye bana liya, wo bana liya. But again, the question is saying, uh, how long will you keep on doing that? Is that essentially what this lockdown is teaching us? Mm. I would say this lockdown uh, for me has been discipline. Uh, and, and discipline being minimalist, uh, trying to have a clear mindset saying, I have to embrace. There's no way that I can run away from things. I have to embrace life and time. Yeah. So, so that's what I've been doing. And uh, uh, honestly, at this point, there is no fear saying, what will happen but I, I start expecting me then I'm being foolish. Right. Right. So we need we need to adapt and take things forward. And uh, I think six weeks has given a lot of time to really sit down and observe a lot of things around you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, so I think observation plays a, a very critical role and I take this inspiration from kids a lot. Uh, when I see kids mm -hmm. my son and generally small kids. Mm -hmm. Their observation skill is so far that sometimes we don't even pay attention to minute things. 
Yes. A small thing is like when we are sitting and watching a, a very common serial, a simple serial like say like a Mahadev. Right. Mm-hmm. When we want to understand mythology, link it back with something else and figure out saying where where the past, where the future kind of thing. Mm-hmm. In in one of the episodes, uh, there was uh, there's actually a uh, what do you call a Kal Chakra guy. Every she keeps a Kal Chakra, turns it around and figures out. Mm-hmm. It is very common in uh, in nothing. We look the Kal Chakra kind of thing, right? The yeah. moment my son saw it. Mm-hmm. He said, "Papa, remember the same thing was used in Doctor Strange." Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I I kind of freaked out. I said, "What?" Yeah. And I actually stopped it. I I switched on the Doctor, connected back, and I said, "Yes, Doctor Strange, they were using it." Mm. And then he then he went on to uh, logically question me, saying, "I technology has been there so long, Papa. So I want to learn what technology can be done with mind, not with gadgets." Very interesting. Very so, interesting. So I think that's also awesome. yeah, no, awesome yeah and absolutely so he's asking all the right questions right and in yeah. between two different uh, say uh, experiences he he's able to draw inspiration and really uh, keep you on the edge is what i'm seeing right, right. <laughs> so absolutely absolutely so yeah okay great so i just wanted to end with the last question our favorite question for all digital tech professionals is yes, uh, the future what is the future in terms of tech any any point of view from your side uh, in terms of predictions anything that you believe is going to be a game changer in the future and i mean future i mean you know game changing disruptive stuff and not another ai robot avatar right um right right so anything that you feel is you know is going to bring it could be two different worlds together i don't know anything that comes to your mind which i i think is going to be pretty transformative abhi abhi thank you you know in early conversational saying that some sense we we all are like cyborgs right i said mobile has become an integral part Mm. though it is not inside your body but you still like a cyborg you can't live without it yeah uh, i would say more and more uh, our dependency on machines is going to be very large mm. uh, whether we call this as a forced event or whether you call the event as forced us mm. lot of things that we expected which will evolve after 15 20 years mm-hmm. are going to evolve pretty fast rapid fast right now uh, mm. there is going to be huge demand in terms of uh, what do you call uh, data that's going to come any which way Mm-hmm. Uh, because people are consuming data left right and center so data mm-hmm. consumption is going to become huge anything that you do in terms of uh, uh, whether we call augmented reality virtual reality or a hologram is going to play a critical role in terms of how you teleport and work with people teleportation mm-hmm. is going to become a huge business is uh, mm-hmm. one of my biggest fear at this point mm-hmm. uh, how do you remotely go and see places that you me or anybody in the future may not really be having access to go and see again in the lifetime Mm-hmm. i think archiving uh, assets is going to become very important archiving nature uh, in 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 whatever way they call panoramic view 360 view yeah. or uh, vr views you mean also uh, museums and uh, other ex- experiences which we may not have access to physically right correct correct okay lot more lot more those things are going to become uh, very important mm-hmm. fortunate unfortunate uh, Uh, I was always hoping that children. Uh, I, I'm a strong believer saying children should not be uh, exposed too much to technology, especially media's concern. Yeah. Because it it, it just bias. It makes too much bias opinion on them. It influences a lot on them. 
uh, I had avoided a large extent of yeah. you know, even my my son not to use Same even now. a mobile till even a mobile till day. Yeah. Uh, but with the way things are shaping up, there is a mandate that you will need to have a tablet for your kid. There is a mandate that you will have to have a mobile for your kid in the future. Yeah. Uh, there is a mandate that uh, you will need to have internet connection like uh, never seen before, which means mm. you will you will whether you like it or not, you are going to uh, adapt 5G. Which which is still very harmful, but we're going to adapt it. So, how do you feel about uh, all the yeah. things uh, in the past? You know, you you spoke about kids accessing tech, which you were not, yeah. you were averse to, right? And even I am as a dad, I don't want you know being a tech guy. We all know the problems. But yeah. how how do you feel now that we all know and have been in some ways proven wrong that um, you know kids are going to be playing with tech and it's it's no more an option. And I don't think how many like until 6 weeks back we i used to have a screen time uh, screen time with my kid now right. it's so difficult right and since now right. the habit is forming i it's i don't think i can move back screen time for say you know i have about 2 hours now every day i can't go back to right. the half an hour i had 6 weeks back correct uh, which is i mean i feel a little defeated there and how do you feel about all of this I think I will completely buy your point. Uh, we are kind of not we as much as the whole uh, the whole people around us in the same boat right now. Mm. Uh, but but again, I would uh, sincerely uh, you know I sincerely believe in practicing and trying to uh, get there. Mm. Uh, I don't want uh, entertainment or you know uh, TV time or even when you call data time that we consume in technology mm. uh, to become another Pepsi Cola kind of uh, event. Mm. nobody told nobody told us to go and drink a pepsi cola when we were in a childhood right mm. uh, going to a hotel and having a, a small little lunch or a dinner was a big event yeah. and coke and coke and pepsi was something that you never went preferred it's once in a blue coke once in a blue you had a pepsi yeah but then today coke and pepsi has become a norm you go to a kfc to mcdonald's or wherever you go in you have been forced to have it you consume it and that's become a way of life please do not Uh, spend time thinking technology. See, technology is required to make your life, but that should not become that you are so sunk into it again. You move from one zone again, you go into another tab zone. Uh, yeah, spend so, the time. Uh, see, the thing is, no, absolutely, I understand that. But earlier, it was about responsible use of tech, right? Right. And is why we right. said screen time is one way of ensuring that we, you know, how, how much of that we use now. I mean, other things are also there. You have to understand how the kid is using the tech and whether it's actually helping in the learning and development or not. But at this right. point, uh, it's at least in our case, and I hear other stories as well that it's totally out of hand. And it's right. um, you know, it's been a while now. It's been out of hand. I've been hearing stories where kids are left to their iPads because we are also busy, right? It's not like we also have our you know. Eight hour job still. So, right. how do you feel that you know? Say after we go back to work in the next say month or so, what right. is going to happen to these kids is my biggest uh, fear because um, we have in some ways risen that bar on uh, on the use of tech and uh, and that responsibility is not there yet. I don't think kids still understand how to use tech. responsibly and is what my problem absolutely. is absolutely absolutely right? and how do you do that at a young age see i also right <clears throat> see if i have to put a simple answers to this the way i am been seeing this mm-hmm. uh 
no matter what technology exploding or not exploding it is not the kids problem it is our problem mm. i think we need to understand that mm. we we can't blame call saying that we are busy again because we have a 8 hours work and 10 hours work yeah we will we will have to dedicate time because we need to understand one thing this is not just about another day happening right this mm. is a complete paradigm shift mm-hmm. we are shifting from normal life calling it as a new norm whatever term they going to use yeah or i say we are shifting to a digital era which will which is not going to go away it is only going to be there yeah. so we we will we will have to make certain conscious practices i yeah. say as a parent a dedicated certain practices are important it might be energy sucking at this point in time it mm. might be draining you a lot at this point in time mm. but i think uh, collectively parents have to spend more time with the kids two simple reasons if they get lost in the physical world you can find them trust me if they get lost in the digital world uh, it it is it is very difficult even to trace them back yeah which is the which is the physically they next to you yeah yeah so if you have at least one uh, individual either the dad or mom who's at home or who can supervise the kid and really help the kid then it's okay but you know in a lot of cases where they are both of them working and they both are very busy in in their right. lives i right. feel the kid is going to get lost uh, at you know he would have any ways or she would have any ways uh even in a normal situation but it's going to happen a lot sooner now because right. of the the um integration of this whole tech into their lives is becoming so much more that uh, you know as you said we are becoming one with the the ai and uh, systems and robotics and all of that and it's, and it's going to increase and i don't know how much of that so i was just attending a webinar the other day on digital wellness and responsibility which um, is being run by a specific uh, some association where uh, they were so i was really interested to hear from them how do you really address this question and okay. unfortunately i haven't really heard anything different they are using the same thing that we all have been talking about uh, pre covid and okay. i kept asking that question that now see you keep saying two hours of screen time you keep saying responsible and you know it's and all of that but now we don't have a choice we just have to hand over the ipad to the kid because they have to play right and they right. have to right. uh, you know instead of going outside i i mean how, how much of table tennis you can play at home right yeah. and yeah. and <laughs> right and how much of the same outdoor games you can transform and play at home right you can't yes ludo chess and all the board games are fine but how much right yeah. and and at the end of the day you're seeing each other all the bloody time right right, right so right. uh in some ways um see we might have our own ways to adapt but the kid only knows one way which is um you know if you know if i have a problem then i go ask my dad or my mom depending on who's available right it's it's yeah. not like he can reach out to whoever in in the world right um or to really get help or or even have, you know just hang out and have a social chat right yeah. uh, and i think a lot of that is going to be quite uh, tr- troublesome in terms of handling this whole integration of tech uh, so uh, uh, yesterday uh, i mean obviously i'll email you this um, link uh, i had attended one webinar yesterday this lady is there uh, who's actually heading triple i um, okay. 
you know, I triple E globally, Ashir Ashir Herring, the whole humanities and ethics of AI. And uh, it's, one, it's one of the things even she also brought up that, right. uh, you know, AI is good and everything is getting integrated and we don't even realize it. But then the biggest impact is, uh, will happen um, to the next generation where we are not really helping them understand um, right from wrong in the digital world uh, right. simply, right? And then, right. you know, if you go within, you know, on the other side, if you're a programmer or a game developer, right? And kids are using your software, uh, the importance of ethics and the importance of really, you know, um, doing and creating the right experiences good experiences right. right as opposed to right. just addicts because i believe now every game i mean in those days it was not like that but now every game is being designed to become addictive every game right and and i mean i wish it was on the learning and development side i would i would love that my kid is going back to a learning app um in the same way as it does with a game but it doesn't happen Absolutely, yes. Mm -hmm. I would say in a simple term, uh, it is not the tech that you cannot adapt or the future you cannot adapt. That is not going to be the challenge. We all will learn because human instinct is to survive, right? So we will mm -hmm. figure a way to survive. Mm -hmm. We should learn how to connect back with our children. I'll tell you because mm -hmm. we say we are not the future, are we? I strongly believe in this. Yeah. We have crossed the threshold. Uh, we are seeing the both sides of the world, right? Better side of both sides mm -hmm. of the world. Mm -hmm. Children, they will adapt to things faster. They are not, uh, it's not about they will not know. They will adapt things faster. Mm -hmm. See, right now, for young kids who are staying back at home, it's very difficult and all, all, all children is there. But after two months, right, they will accept as a norm. It's conditioning of mind. Yeah, yeah. They will, they will just accept it and it will not make big change to them. Yeah. So what I meant to say is that the children will adapt to any technology that's emerging from here henceforth mm -hmm. faster than you and me can adapt. That is sure. going to be the truth. Yeah. It is very important that as a parent, I strongly believe that we need to involve with the kid uh, at every level. It's yeah. an investment we need to do right now. Make I would sense. take a very simple analogy that if you take a simple farmer mm. and if the farmer is going to say put a crop or a, uh, any any kind of a crop, right? He looks at seeding. Now yeah. to put the seed inside the farm, the guy does not put it any random date. He mm. makes sure that he look at what is the climatic condition, when is the wind coming in over there, when is the rain going to come in. Then uh, the soil condition, then he'll, he'll sow the seed into it. He'll make sure that the right amount of water is given. He will guard it for the next time till he's able to yield his crop. Mm -hmm. Right? Now, when you take as a children, as a child is concerned, yeah. a child is also a seed yeah. that we have seeded, right? Mm -hmm. we, it is not a duty that the child has been born that my first is done. Right. Right? The child will become we will have to spend the time to nurture the kid at different levels. Each one will experience different styles. Some kids will be very timid. Some will be harsh. Some will be rude. But again, we need to figure out saying how we can understand what the child is trying to say. Yeah. Because till, till the age of 12, right, a, a child's mind conditioning, mm. molding is very important for a parent. Yeah. You can't expect him to be individual who samaj lega, samaj lega, samaj lega. But you have to be very uh, tactical in way of uh, you are you involved with the child? That's more important. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, as Raji said, games kind of things you can't avoid the children, right? Because that's there, and some some point they will get into games to understand what's there. 
but again, you can figure a way saying you can't stop them. The more you stop, the curiosity becomes more. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So one of the ways that I've been tackling is uh, when I sit and watch some games with my uh, my son. Now that we're trying to play it all the time, I every game has a simple analogy. Either you go to kill, either you loot from somebody, you make more points, more yeah. points, more points, more bonus. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I ask my son, saying, "Okay, earning points is a given. You you will have to earn points in this because that's the fundamental theme of the game here. Mm. What are the things?" We can do it again. I always try to question back then. Imagine if you're doing a, gun, a game like uh, Subway Surfer, right? Mm. You're running, you're being chased by a cop, and you're collecting coins. Yeah. So I ask my son, imagine in between when you are coming, suddenly you find an old lady coming in between, and uh, if you say that if you're able to stop and help her cross the road, you get a hundred points as bonus. So sure. would you like something like that? Mm. So I think those kind of things gives a little bit of a twinkling to their mind, saying that uh, maybe. You need to look at saying what are the positive ways of adding few things. Yeah. Uh, you can't take them away and silo them and tell them to be alive. They will not be there. Yeah. You will, you will have to add. Absolutely. You have to add the recipe together. So I just wish that a lot of these uh, implicit, you could say, uh, interventions happens in games, which which kids use right on a very daily basis. Right. Because I don't right. see that as my kid is now growing up. Um, of course, he asks me every time he wants a new game, but then. Even if it says say eight plus or eleven plus, I don't know as you play the game, and I can't be over his head right all the time. Uh, how do you ensure that he is not? Uh, you know, these kind of interventions are happening in that game. Uh, because I, I ask very very simple question again. I ask this question. I guess I ask this to you. I ask all my friends this question, right? When we talk and say COVID has created havoc, havoc. Here's my question to all, right? uh covid came into india in march i would say by march 25th we were in lockdown mm. correct mm. and everybody said ayar lockdown hoge lockdown hai one simple question is every kid was having exam in the month of march and april mm. if the exams had got over mm. and then the entire family's general practice in india is that they were traveled left and right on vacations correct national or international That's imagine true. when imagine when i'm talking of millions and millions of people traveling all over the world mm. and then covid had come to come into their notice and then they say it's done okay. you know how many family would have been displaced <laughs> absolutely that's if that's you, like the worst case scenario yeah, right? imagine imagine aap aap italy pahunch gaye ho main yahan se pahunch gaya kahin aur america pahunch gaya and you're stuck You don't know how to come back. Yeah, it would have been worse. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm thankful to be in India for yeah. the simple fact that I am there with my family today. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I agree yeah. with that. And and the summers are also just about here. So yeah, uh, you know, and and so in all, you know, I think it's a good time if you had to have any disease. This is the right time to have. It. So that was Sara Sarvana Natarajan. I hope you enjoyed our candid and free-flowing conversation and took away some bits from it. This is Avi, your host, signing off. Do watch out for our next episode by following Your Other Side on all major podcast platforms. Until then, keep exploring your other side.